Yo, Dan the Spider-Man, 52, you won the giveaway from last week. Comic fam, enjoy your hot comics list. Broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth with Gem Mint from Gem Mint Collectibles to chat about the comics defining this generation of collectors. How you feeling, brother? And happy birthday. I'm feeling great, man. Another year older. Thank you so much for posting on IG and everything, giving me the birthday wishes. And to the comic fam who came through, appreciate y'all. Yo, comic fam, give Jim some love in the comment section below. Hit the subscribe, slap the like. Let's chat about Kang at number 10. That's right. Coming in at number 10, we have Avengers 8, the first appearance of Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kang the Conqueror. We know that Jonathan Majors is playing Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man Quantumania, but has the Loki show with the Time Variance Authority and the Timekeeper's renewed interest earlier than expected? Comic fam, you got to be following Jem over on his channel because every single week at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Fridays, we're doing a whole Loki recap with a cast of YouTube members from our community that is outstanding. We're talking very Gary, pressable defects. We had Benny from Comic Story in on, and we're hearing that Eris from Variant Comics is going to be on the mic this week as well. You got to be following us. You got to be watching Loki, and you got to be keeping track of these prices because they be shooting up. Yeah, they say we assembled the comic Illuminati. We got everything <laughs> always on there. We got Shardimus Prime. We got no more mutants. And I've been talking with Rob from Comics Explained too. So I think we're going to really get it popping this following week Friday. So make sure to join us and make sure to check out these crazy record-breaking sales for Avengers 8. A 2.5 sold for $550 in May. It's up 18% now selling for $650. The 3.5, which sold for 648 in May, is up 28%, now selling for $827. The 4.5 going for $840 back in March is up 19%, officially hitting $1,000 this week. A lot of people looking at the appearance of Ravona Renslayer, the various timekeeper shots in Loki this past week that is alluding to what is going to be a lot of ruckus being done by our favorite time-traveling menace. Now, at number nine, we have a Silver Age comic book, a villain from the Spider-Man run that's been going largely unappreciated for a long time. Undervalued and is starting to creep up as we approach the next Spider-Man movie. We're talking Amazing Spider-Man issue number 41, the first appearance of The Rhino. This has always been one of my favorite Spidey villain keys. It's a low number issue, issue 41. You have the Rhino right there on the cover. It's always been super affordable, and there may be some renewed interest with so many Spider-Man villains throughout the previous movies supposedly making cameo appearances in Spider-Man 3. Are we going to get a reprisal of the Amazing Spider-Man's version of the Rhino? We we'll have to wait and find out, but a 2.0, which sold for just $200 in January, is up 50%, now selling for $300. We got a 6.5 going for 770 in April, up 30%, hitting $1,000. We were chatting with Russ, the comic sensei on the trending list video just weeks ago about being able to secure an 8.0 for just around $1,000, which is what the 6.5 is now going for. You got to slap that subscribe button, especially considering the 8.0 being up. The record was set in April going for $1,250, and it was shattered, now selling for an increase of 46% with an all-new high of $1,830. And sticking with Spider-Man villains, number eight on the list is Amazing Spider-Man Annual 1. I love this book. It's a white cover, square-bound book, the first appearance of the Sinister Six. 
I love this comic. Aside from getting the first appearance of this villainous team, this is also the third appearance of multiple characters from that same team. And in the mid-60s, demonstrating the amount of value Marvel was providing their readers in their comic books. Because this was a 72-page giant. How much extra value? Well, you get additional pages demonstrating just how powerful Spider-Man's gadgets were and explanations of how his superpowers worked. And that's not all. You get a rundown about how Steve and Stan created Spider-Man. Literal pages demonstrating Steve Ditko hard at work, not sleeping, trying to keep up with deadlines. And at the top of this benefits list, you get multiple pinups of these characters. I'm talking a glorious Craven shot, the vulture, Electro, Mysterio, Sandman, and Doc Ock in his scuba gear fighting the web slinger from underwater. Yeah, this one always reminded me of like Spider-Man's version of Giant Size X-Men 1 with the third appearance of all these villains and the first time that the Sinister Six assembled. And that's where the speculation lies here. We haven't really had the Sinister Six on screen yet, and that's what everybody thinks Spider-Man is gearing up to. We kind of had it with the Amazing Spider-Man series, but unfortunately it didn't get the trilogy. But I digress. We have record-breaking sales to report on, including the Entry Level 2.0, which sold for $798 back in March. It's up 40%, now selling for $1,115. Then we have the 3.0. That book sold for $1,695 in May, and it's up 19%, now selling for 2025 Then we got the mid-grade copy, the 5.5, this time last year going for $1,750 up 44%, selling for an all-new high of $2,524 this week. Of all of the Sinister Six, I gotta know, who are you most excited to see hit the screen again? Comic fam, let me know in the comment section below because it'll enter you to win a set of the Davy Go variant we did on Red Sonja Superpower issue number one. We got the Virgin, we got the trade dress, and at number seven, we got Conan 1. The first appearance of Conan the Barbarian, a character who has almost the most omnibus out of any solo character in the Marvel library. That's because Marvel recently got the rights back from Dark Horse and has been pumping out the material. Not only is this book the first appearance of Conan the Barbarian, but it's also the first cameo appearance of King Cole, who has an omnibus now as well. We know Red Sonja is already currently in development. With casting already done, a lot of members forgot that back in 2020 September, Key Collector was breaking the news that Conan the Barbarian was getting a live-action series adaptation that is currently in development with Pathfinder Media for a Netflix series. And with that comes record-breaking sales. We got the CGC 6.5, which sold for $475 back in May, up 37%, now selling for $650. Then we have the CGC 9.2. This book sold for $1,710 back in April, and that's up 16%, now selling for $1,981. Then we got the next grade up, the CGC 9.4. This was a $2,000 book in May, and it's up 32%, now selling for $2,645. There's so much to keep track of, Jam, and the way that the community can do it themselves is by downloading Key Collector Comics, the best comic app in existence. Utilize the code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription where they're going to get access to things like key alerts, notifications that'll let the members know when things that are worth notifying them is happening in the marketplace, just like this Conan spec that landed in 2020. Now, next on the list at number six, 
We got some Submariner to discuss. We have Submariner issue number one. Yeah, this is the first Namor solo series in the Silver Age, the big premiere issue which retells his origin. Everybody's wanting to see Namor on the big screen in Black Panther 2, perhaps. His first appearance in Fantastic Four, issue four, quickly becoming unobtainable. So the next best thing would be the first solo series. We got the CGC 5.0, which sold for only $430 in May, up 45%, now selling for 625 the 5.5 back in May was going for $492, and that's up 63%, now selling for $800. And then we have the 7.5 back in May going for $1,050, up 24%, selling for an all-new high of $1,300. And these weren't anomalies. Each grade had multiple sales that exceeded the previous all-time high. And Namor has a few key issues. I mentioned his first Silver Age appearance in Fantastic Four, issue four, but he goes back to the Golden Age. I'm talking about Motion Picture Funnies Weekly Number 1, which debuted in 1939. Now, let's be clear. These are all just unconfirmed rumors about Submariner. It's interesting to see how much these prices are spiking, considering that even the casting for Tanakh Huerta for Black Panther 2 is still unconfirmed. And moving on to number five, finally some DC love on this list. Although, can you really consider them DC characters? We're talking DC Comics Presents Issue 47, the first comic book appearance of He-Man and Skeletor. I need a hero! That's right, we're talking about Kevin Smith bringing back this classic 80s franchise to the screen. And we saw a trailer drop this week. We heard Mark Hamill voice Skeletor. We have an amazing soundtrack action pack that's going to continue the narrative from the hit 80s nostalgia that is on the minds of so many collectors and multiple record breakers this week. That's right. Starting with the 8.5, this sold for $311 in May and it's up 45% now selling for 450. Then the 9.4, that was a $725 book in May and now it's up 17% selling for $845. Then we have the 9.8 back in April going for $2,250. That was outdone by a new sale this week for $3,500. That's an increase of 56% in just a month. Now, there is also a sale that GPA is recording as of May 2nd of this year that we are not putting as the height of this book in 9.8 because it is two times larger in amount than the previous high sale. We're talking about a recorded sale of $5,175. That price doesn't seem right. So we are waiting to be able to confirm that, which we were unable to do yet. So we're putting the max at 3,500, but there is potential that someone dropped over 5K for a 9.8. And it'll make a little more sense these price increases when you look at where we came from just a year ago. Yeah, you might be thinking, yeah, that's kind of expensive or those are kind of big percentage increases, but you got to look at what this book was doing just a year ago when the rumors hit of this He-Man Masters of the Universe animated series coming to Netflix. An 8.5 sold for $113 in June of 2020, and now it's 450 That's a percentage increase of almost 300%. Then the 9.4, that was a $208 book back in 2020. When it's selling for $845 now, that means it's increased over 300%. 
And then we have the 9.8, which this time last year went for $750. Even if we pick the lower of the two sales we reported at $3,500, that's an increase of 366% in 12 months. That book has been on the move just like number four on our list with Avengers 47, the first appearance of Dane Whitman, who later becomes the third iteration of the Black Knight. We're all hyped to see Kit Harrington, the bastard, Jon Snow take on the role of Dane Whitman, the Black Knight. But Jem, I'm getting a little worried, man. We're not seeing nearly enough right now, trailers or teasers or anything. From what we've seen so far, I think it's underwhelming and it's making me feel like this movie may not land as hard as Marvel wants it to. Mm, see, I got to disagree. I understand the concerns, but I think the Eternals has such a rich history and ties so much in with Marvel cosmic lore. I think it's going to be a banger. Just like these record-breaking sales, we got a 4.0, which sold for $150 in May, up 67%, now selling for $250. The 5.0 sold for $180 in March, up 53%, now selling for $275. Then we have the 8.5 back in 2019 going for $800, and that's up 9% selling for $875. Now, we have officially sold out of the mystery mail call for June. Big thank you to Raf Corsetti, Boom Studios, Ross Ritchie, James Tynan IV for making this one of the most successful months we've ever had. And we are currently closed for enrollment. But as of the 16th, we are going to be open for the July mystery mail call. And I have teamed up with Jem right here on the mic to release our first joint exclusive. And it's going to be a one per box. Do you want to do the honors? That's right. The first Comic Tom Gem Mint joint exclusive. We got approval from Dynamite to do a variant cover for issue one of The Boys, the OG, the original by Garth Ennis. And we have an amazing variant by Ben Temple Smith. That's right, comic fam. Garth and his goodness. This is crazy. Big thank you to Dynamite. Big thank you to Ben Templesmith for this stunning, this creepy Homelander cover. One per box, and we do have virgins that are being sent out randomly. Big shout out to Nick Barucci and the team over at Dynamite. Make sure you support this box, y'all, for the first gem Comic Tom exclusive. Open enrollment starts on the 16th. ComicTom101.com to support both shows. And let's chat about some Spider-Woman at number three. Yeah, Marvel Spotlight 32. I think this is the first time this book has made the list. The first appearance of Jessica Drew. Not only will she be voiced by Issa Rae in Into the Spider-Verse 2, but there's also speculation on the Jessica Drew character showing up in Marvel's Secret Invasion. Could the Mother of Dragons be slated to throw on the Spider-Woman costume? We're talking Amelia Clark. She recently got into comic books making her own independent run. Well, that's now two different spec choices that are making this comic book explode week over week. Let's talk about a 120% increase in copies sold in seven days, starting with a 6.5 back in November going for 150, up 63% now selling for 200 then we have the CGC 9.2, which sold for $824 just last week at the time of recording, up 38%, now selling for $1,140. And then we got the 9.8 Hot Damn Comic Fam back in May going for $3,700, now outdone with a 22% increase, all new highs at $4,500. 
Woof. That's a big sale for that 9.8. Moving on to number two on the list, we don't have a comic book. We have a magazine to report on. We're talking Deadline Magazine, issue one, the first appearance of Tank Girl. We've known since the key alert back in September 2019 that Margot Robbie, you know her as Harley Quinn in the DCU, that her production company acquired the rights to release and produce and direct a Tank Girls movie and that there was a director hired to do so. And considering the rise of 80s and 90s independent nostalgia, this comic book, I suspect, was undervalued and underappreciated, especially considering the low census count across all grades. This is a scarce book, man. There are only four copies graded at an 8.5, only six copies graded at an 8.0, Two graded at a 6.5, and there's only one loan, CGC 4.5. There's only 26 unrestored copies of this on the CGC census altogether. That's why we have to report on a CGC 4.5, which has only one record of a sale for $539. Just like the 7.5, there's no previous recorded history, but we have a $987 sale this week. And there's only five copies in that grade that are currently listed on the census. Then we have the 7.0 back in January going for $800, now being sold for $1,063. That's an increase of 33%. But that's nothing. The CGC 8.5, which sold for $950 in January, is up 110%, now selling for $2,000. We've been telling you for over a year now that the 30-year cycle of 80s nostalgia has officially landed with things like Thundercats, G.I. Joe, and TMNT on the minds of collectors across the board. And because of that, we've seen other independent runs such as Grendel, The Crow, and Yusaki Yojimbo all spiking to no end. And this week, we have another fan favorite, Bone Number 1, seeing some hikes that we got to definitely shout out. A 5.0 back in 2016 would sell for $520. And we have a new record of 2190 this week. The Copper Age love is real. The 80s independent creations, the 80s nostalgia bug. I love talking about those books, and we talk about them more in our honorable mentions list where we talk about one-off record-breaking sales. Make sure to check that out. Slap that subscribe button, comic fam. Hit the like. We need your support. We're going for 10 likes this video. Can we get there? Let's chat about the hottest book in the world. We're talking Moon Knight's first appearance, leading the list at number one in Werewolf by Night, issue number 32. The first appearance of Mark Spector, or at least one of his personalities. We know Oscar Isaacs is going to portray this multifaceted superhero on Disney+. And as we inch closer and closer to the show, the record-breaking sales are rolling on in. We got the CGC 2.5, which sold for $800 in May, up 56%, now selling for $1,250. The 3.0, which sold for $730 in February, begging for a price correction, is up 147%, now selling for $1,800. But Tom, hit him with that 3.5 sale. That's right. We're talking these entry-level prices all exceeding $1,000 for the first time in comic history. The 3.5 back in March could have been secured for $881, and that is up 127%, selling for an all-new high of $2,000 this week. History being made every seven days, comic fam. Subscribe to the channel. And as always... Geek responsibly, stay minty fresh, and make sure to support the July Mystery Mail Call. Enough said. 
Comic fam, we got the podcast down here for you, back on schedule, as well as the honorable mentions video we were just telling you about. Take a look. There's a lot more comics that you got to know.